I always found it weird, but my brother has never owned a vehicle. He's three years older than me, and wherever he's gone, he's never had a vehicle. He has a license, but he doesn't have a vehicle. But how can that be? How can he live all over the world and not own a vehicle? Well, in our world climate today, do you really need to own a vehicle? How many people who lived in New York City, even since like the 70s, would grow up not even owning a vehicle? Taking the subway or cabs to get around. Well, these days, with the rise of Uber and Lyft, and now with companies like Canoe and Cruise coming in with ride-hailing vehicles, is car ownership on its way out? Or can this survive the future of tomorrow? That is something we'll take a look at today with the doctor. Oh, it's podcast coming to you anytime, anywhere from around the globe on any major streaming site from autolux.net. Welcome back to the Autolux Podcast. I am your host, as always, the doctor to the automotive industry, Mr. Everett J, coming to you from our main website, autolux.net. If you haven't been there, stop by, check it out, and make sure you check out our end-of-the-year ratings for how well cars look against each other. Who's the better car? Who's the better one in the segment? We do it every year. Well over 500 vehicles. And on top of that, you can find every major corporate website from any major automobile corporation from around the globe on our corporate website page. So stop by autolux.net and take a gander. So like we said in the beginning, is car ownership truly on its way out? Are we going to be able to save car ownership for the future? Really, when you think about it, can we save it for the future? Can the world of tomorrow actually include people owning their own vehicles? Well, possibly not. And here's how. Ever since the dawn of time, major cities like New York have had really good public transit systems. In Canada, if you live in the city of Ottawa, you don't need a car. Their transit system is the best in the country. So why would you ever own a vehicle? And when you consider the fact that there are only two major highways in the city of a million people, taking public transit is just faster than driving your car. Hence the reason why my brother never owned a vehicle. And he never owned a vehicle when he lived in Montreal. Because Montreal, again, has an amazing infrastructure for public transportation. They got tons and tons of highways all over the place. But come 3.30, they're all freaking clogged and it takes you hours to get across the city. Hop on the subway, you're here, you're home, before anyone else sitting on that highway gets there. And this is a problem that plagues countries and cities around the globe. And is essentially the reason why a lot of major cities cities are seeing a decrease in automobile ownership. China has a lottery, and if you win the lottery, you can get a vehicle. You can win the title to being able to purchase a vehicle, because not everybody is allowed to have a vehicle in the city, because they know it would strain their infrastructure, and they want to get everybody on to public transit. But why do they keep creating highways? There's still people that own cars there, so you still need to get those people around. Plus, products need to move around the city, so you still need roads. In a world of tomorrow, if you listen to our podcast about the infrastructure requirements of tomorrow, yes. Yes, we still need major superhighways, roadways, streets, sidewalks, and even the bike lane, which is soon to be taken up by the delivery pod. Sorry to say bikers, but that's one of those things that's actually going to be changing. So why does this affect car ownership? Well, as I already said, it does, because why do you need to own a vehicle 
when you live in these major cities. And with people ever since the 20th dawn of the 21st century, a lot of us really don't want to own a vehicle. There's all kinds of costs incurred with it. If you actually take a look at it, we did a write-up about the exact same thing we're talking about today a few years back. And it actually came to us from one of our favorite people. And that man is Kevin O'Leary. Okay, this guy's on Shark Tank. This guy's on the Dragon's Den. And this guy knows money. He also knows how to keep your money. Probably the reason why he doesn't own very many vehicles. Because he goes to major cities. And when he goes to major cities, he can use transit systems. We're not talking public transit. But he can hail an Uber. And he can do that while he's on the plane. They have it all set up for when he gets out. It's there. Takes him to where he needs to go. Hell, they even did a study a few years back about the costs incurred of owning a vehicle and how in certain cities around the globe, taking an Uber or even a Lyft is even cheaper than owning your own vehicle. Now, there are still cities out there where owning your own vehicle is way cheaper than taking public transit. I live in one of those cities. That's probably the reason why I got four vehicles because I got to drive everywhere I can go. Public transit really sucks where I am. So why is it that car ownership is going down? See, like we said, in these major cities, they have the infrastructure so you could take public transit. But the world of today is changing. And with the introduction of drone technology and ride-hailing services, this area is getting easier. And like we said, someone like Kevin O'Leary doesn't need to own a vehicle. Myself, I do. But even when I go to these major cities, like for myself, when I go to Toronto, I will take public transit. But for me, that's two reasons. One, I hate driving around congested city area where I can only turn right on any downtown street and two every time i move my vehicle i gotta pay to park it somewhere else so if my hotel allows me to stay there until six at night paying to park at it even though i am checked out of the hotel i'm still gonna walk or take the subway to get where i'm going and considering the fact that i'm downtown i'm close to everything and that is another major hurdle in the world of today is urbanization there are more cities in the world than there are people living in a country setting take a look at australia more than half of its population lives lives in major urban centers. It's a big country. There's lots of space. So why is everybody living in big cities? Well, it's hot and public transit has air conditioning. So if you can't afford to get the air conditioning in your car fixed, well, taking public transit might just happen. So for us, these major centers, this urbanization, these people living in the major cores, well, there's no reason for them to own an automobile. So won't that just bring down automobile ownership altogether? If there are more people living in urban centers and there's more countries doing what China is doing with the lottery, you have to win your slot to get a vehicle. There'll be less people wanting to own vehicles. And today, we now have car sharing. Link and company from China found a way around the lottery. And by car sharing, we're creating an actual automobile that somebody can buy from that company. And no matter where they go, if one of those vehicles is buy by paying the subscription fee, you can pick one up. So if I leave my home in London, England, and I travel over to Berlin, Germany, as long as Link and company has vehicles there and somebody has one available, I can use it. So in a sense, I still own a vehicle, but I only own a vehicle in my home country. And I have access to vehicles elsewhere. This is something that is really starting to heat up in the automotive market. Subscription 
based automobiles. These are for people who live in areas like myself, live on the outskirts and they have all abundance of vehicles. For myself, it would be nice to just pay a monthly fee, a subscription, and only have to have like one brand new vehicle. And for the week, all I need is something smaller. And then just book something bigger for the weekend when I head out of town to go visit my in-laws. It's an amazing idea when you think about it. And for myself, then I don't have to own four vehicles. Seriously, sure, I don't have to pay to get my plates for every single vehicle now that thanks to the Ontario government getting rid of that. But I still have to remember to renew my license plate sticker every year, which for me always came around my birthday. And I always take my birthday off. So I spent my birthday going down to the MTO to get my license plate numbers. Yay, great thing. But if this was all taken care of through a subscription service, it'd be amazing. And hell, if you want to know more about subscription services, check out our subscription required podcast. And hell, also listen to the death of the rental car industry as well. And you can learn something more about why vehicle ownership is on the downward swing. But like I said, people of my generation are looking, are waiting longer to get their license. They move out of the house, they go to school in a major city, they stay in the major city for a bit, and they they check it out. They they have fun. They don't need need their license. They don't need a vehicle because they got public transit. But when they're like myself and they move back home, they start to realize, ooh, I need a license because I need a car to get around where I live because public transit sucks balls. Autonomous vehicles, not here. Ride hailing services, don't even think about it. So in an environment that has all of that, you don't need it. And to kind of clue in to how long this has been going on for, I don't know if you've ever seen the, the show Mad About You. It's way back in the 90s. Now on that show, they get a letter on one of the episodes stating that they have a parking space available to them. If they choose not to take it, just let them know. They'll pass it off to the next person. And they don't know what to do because they take cabs and subways to get around everywhere. They live in downtown New York. They don't need to own a vehicle. So what are they going to do with this parking space? And they start thinking, maybe we should get a car. Maybe we should get something to put in it. By the end of the episode, they just give it up and send it to the next person realizing, oh, maybe we, you know, a little too late for it. Maybe we could have used it, bought a vehicle in case we want to have kids someday and we need to go out of town, right? In a world of today, that thought doesn't even occur. Because now, I can just Uber myself out of town. Or hell, Cruise is coming in. Same with Waymo. These ride-hailing pods are coming in. And inner-city pods are coming. Before too long, these little pods, you'll be able to jump into in downtown San Francisco and go across the bay to Oakland. Hell, you can go from New York City to Boston. And with things like the Hyperloop, drones as well, those trips won't even be required. With drones being able to land anywhere, I don't know if you've seen from the CES show a couple years ago when Hyundai showcased their drone technology and they stated they're going to have these drone facilities in major centers someday where people can get up, get picked up and dropped off inside the city using these flying drones. They had one in San Francisco as they were showcasing it in the image. Now on that image, they showcased it as a giant tower. Similar to that of how we look at, you know, a helicopter pad in downtown New York City right now, you know, but not everybody can afford it. You live in the skyscraper and you need to head out of town, you can go take a coach helicopter to fly out to the airport to grab your flight instead of having to take a cab there, blah 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 blah. Drone technology will take over for there and with drones being cheaper and more efficient to operate, the price will come down which means people like myself will now be able to take the drones to go from the downtown core to the airport or take it from the downtown core to the closest Hyperloop or even if I want to pay that extra little bit I need to rush home, it'll take me home. So in the world tomorrow, why do I need to own a vehicle if I have all of this in front of me? Well, there's still that thing with personal attachment to products. A lot of people have it still. Hell, 
I got four vehicles to prove it. I can't, you know, just go up and get rid of any, right? <laughs> so, personal attachment. There are people that still like to have possessions, still have like to have things to show off to other people and say, ooh, I have this, and you don't. I get that a lot from, you know, inner family thing where I get cousins or, you know, siblings showing off to me constantly saying, hey, we got a new car that's better than yours. You know, that keeping up with the Joneses type of thing, but those still do happen, and there are still people like that out there. So car ownership won't completely dissipate overnight. The industry for tomorrow will have to evolve and change and plan for this. Sure, you may think because less and less people are owning vehicles, car companies don't need to make as many vehicles, and there doesn't have to be as many car companies in existence. But again, you still need all of them. And why? You need all of these companies because you still need fleets of vehicles. You still need fleets for rental, fleets for delivery, fleets for pods. You need the subscription cards for the people who live on the outskirts who need to still own a vehicle but don't want to actually own a vehicle. The biggest industry to be affected by a loss in automobile ownership will be repair facilities. The days of your neighborhood mechanic will soon dwindle. Whereas if you're using subscription services, all of the maintenance is done at the dealer. Autonomous vehicles, done by the company that operates them. Drones, done by the company that operates them. So unless you actually outright own your own vehicle, you won't be getting it fixed, which means the neighborhood mechanic will be out of a job. This is one thing that car companies from around the world are starting to realize they're starting to notice that there are less people owning vehicles and even though china has this massive influx of middle-income earners trying to get into the automobile world with more congestion and more urbanization their governments are going to slowly clamp down on the ownership program eventually even in north america it could become the lottery system where myself, I won't be able to have four. I'll have to play the lottery to see if I get my one. Without my one, whew, then how am I going to go around? The downfall of rural communities. Infrastructure is still required to get products and people out to rural areas. But if we keep going down this road with less and less available product for purchase, ownership of your own personalized vehicle out in the backcountry will dissipate. So yes, car ownership is is on a decline. Is it going to affect the automobile industry right now? Well, we may not get the same numbers we once had before COVID or even before the financial crisis in 2008. Those sales days may be long gone. Even though our population is exploding, the sales of personal use automobiles will become stagnant. And unless a country like Canada is willing to start putting more urban centers into areas where there's nothing at all right now, the use of vehicles, even in our country, will start to drop. The ability to move across great distances is becoming more efficient these days. The ability to communicate across great distances has improved to a point where we can talk to people on the other side of the world free of charge. We could see our family. We could talk to them. We can have a dinner with them even though they're not here. And with that, you have to think to yourself, if I am that well connected to my family, do I need to own a vehicle just so I can go see them on the occasional weekend? Or should I just pay the subscription, get a rental, or if they're not that far away, I'll just Uber it. That's the mindset that's slowly being set in to the urbanized world we live in today. So as our world becomes more urbanized, the use of personal use vehicles will start to diminish. And with that, our use for owning a vehicle or even getting our license will significantly drop. So in the world of tomorrow, yes, there will be less car ownership. 
Can the automobile industry survive? Yes, it can, as long as it starts making the changes today. Because with how fast they're moving for the implementation of electric or even fuel cell vehicles today, anyone caught sitting around waiting for that golden opportunity is going to be left in the dust. And they're never going to make it out. So the car companies that don't jump in full-handedly right now are going to lose big time in the future. So in the end, do we need to own a vehicle in the future? Well, in certain cases, yes. But in major cases, hence major urbanization, no, we don't. And coming from a person who loves the industry and knows the industry, this is kind of a hurtful thing for me to even say that we don't need to own vehicles if we live in a major urban center. But it's slowly becoming a reality. So watch out for the companies that are divesting themselves away from car ownership and moving into the categories outside of that. Companies like Hyundai, Xpeng, Canoe are all doing that. So if you like this podcast, please like, share, or comment on any of the social feeds and send us some information. Send us your comments about how you believe the automobile industry will take the lack of new car ownership to heart. Do you really think they're doing enough today or should they be doing more? Let us know in the comments and we will tally all of that information and send it off to the car companies to let them know. Autolux is here to be your freeway from you city to car city. Autolux is here for you. And after you do that, after you get out all your information and spew your guts to the world about your opinions or feelings on this matter, stop by the Autolux.net website and check out some of the great things we have to offer. Need some help or want to find some corporate websites? It is the best place on the internet. We have biggest list of automobile corporations from around the globe in one specific site. Write the company name in and you will find it on Autolux.net. So for myself, Everett J, the Autolux.net podcast, and the whole team at the website, strap yourself in for this one fun, well, don't really strap yourself in, strap yourself in for this one lackluster ride of a carless future.